This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by Off The Grid, house of the vintage and handcrafted and created in secret. Off The Grid is located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114 here in Holland, Michigan. Uh, and Off The Grid has everything you need to get exactly that, Off The Grid. Before you go away for the weekend, make sure you get hooked up with a fresh drip, with a new glass piece. Uh, they are a curated vintage apparel shop mixed with a premium glass shop and just here to curate a vibe for you to get off the grid. Uh, Barber coming soon. They are, like I said, located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114, open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Check them out, tell them we sent you, and you will get 10% off of any glass or merchandise purchase. Um, yeah, just mention where is this going and say what up to Alex and Bruce. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Where Is This Going, a podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. I am your host, Hunter Miles, and in the studio today we have, of course, another amazingly, beautifully talented artist. This one is an old face from an old times. Uh, but coming to do some new stuff, and he's been popping up all over the city. Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio, we have Devontae Barnes. H Howdy. How? Howdy. How? Thank you so much for coming in, Devontae. I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, Devontae, yeah. uh, what's your handle? What handles you'd like to put oh, like on, on, on social media? Yeah. Uh, it's like, so it's at, and then uh, it's pronounced Diva Did It, but it's D E V A D I D I T. It's like Twitter, Instagram. Even though Twitter is mostly just like drunk posting, um, yeah. Instagram is more where I'm, I'm I'm more professionally frequent. So Twitter's like intellectual thirst traps. Uh, honestly, it's just thirst traps. <laughs> just, just I didn't say intellectual. Traps. I'm just drunk posting about <laughs> how either sad or horny I am. So it's amen. It's, I, yeah, I think that's what they invented Twitter for. That's fair. It's like pretty it, fun. It became popular around the election yeah. of Obama, but it was really meant for. Yeah, horny and sad. Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of, that's kind of where we're at with it. Twitter's Twitter's fun. I don't frequent it super often, but it's it's almost always when I'm under the influence of substances. <laughs> so of course, it's a great fallback. It's a yeah. comfort space. Uh, I'm glad you also uh, said how to pronounce yeah. uh, your handle because I didn't know, and I was going to ask you if it was Deva did it or Deva everyone did assumes it. it's Deva did it, and I'm like I I don't care that much. I just would prefer like Diva because. Mm -hmm. Name comes from my old roommate who'd call me Diva, and I, yeah, I used to hate it. And then I was like, "No, nah, I kind of like it. I'll take that." Oh, and yeah. So now it's just adopted into my everything. So. Diva did it, and that's yeah. your. Was that your musical persona? Oh, uh, my, my persona musical was just my name, just Devante. Devante. Yeah, Devante B or Devante. Yeah, just Devante B. Devante. It's the same stuff. Just my name. Dope. Yeah. Awesome. D e v a n t e. Just so you know. Um, once again, thank you for coming in. Thank you for hosting. Uh, of course. I wanted to have you in uh, because I have been first noticing your mural on um, the Four Star Theater. Yeah, that one was cool. That Definitely cool. Yeah, I got like that. That one was pretty fun to make. Yeah. It was disgusting. It was, like, <laughs> it was just so sweaty. Oh, because it was, it's outdoors, right? Yeah, well, the, the so they, they hung it up outdoors. We made it indoors, but it's like we made, okay. it, we made it inside the theater. The theater is just like this old. I mean, it's obviously they're like renovating it, but it's like in its current state, it's definitely like old and like mm -hmm. got that you know that busty basement smell and just yeah. super old building. But it's super cool inside. But it definitely just like bakes in there a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so 
is uh were they renovating it because of new ownership or yeah yeah the the new owner uh marcus rignalda super nice guy uh he wants he just likes his old buildings and wants to bring some new life to it and bring it back to mm-hmm. it's like former glory and stuff so nice yeah that's awesome um so i saw the four star theater one and then just recently finished yeah the uh, one on granville okay forget the cross the cross street uh granville and it's like it's like near a hall but yeah i just saw someone someone posted a picture of it yeah, recently like, cool someone saw it that's yeah. awesome yeah <laughs> and that's super d- so uh were you commissioned by so for four yeah. star the, were these both commissioned pieces <laughs> i'm assuming they're not graffiti no no they're, <laughs> they were they were commissioned by the city okay commissioned by the city yeah that's yeah like there's a there's a uh, committee uh, that is involved in the southeast side area they are called like the CIA, but it's not the CIA. CIA. <laughs> it's not that CIA. It's, I just I, I explain that like every time. I'm like it's like the CIA, but not the CIA. Like, <laughs> it's like I forgot what the acronym stands for, but basically an association of like the like business owners and whatnot within mm-hmm. that district. And then they got a budget from the city to like put art and stuff in the like in their districts. And they said so they did, like they're doing like those little like those city like banners kind of mm-hmm. signifying the area of town you're in and right. then also we did murals as for well, like creston so. or east town yeah yeah like kind of like oh. those nice yeah yeah i know um are you do you know michi Farias? Uh, yeah yeah actually yeah. I, I frequent her uh her family's coffee shop like a lot shout out palate yeah shout out palate uh her mom's super sweet yes yeah i love her mom maria's the nicest yeah i did not know her name i should have figured that should have asked her before but uh, i've you added that i've known michi a long time okay so. Yeah, yeah, you you go in, you tell them what's up. Uh, yeah. well, also, you you go in, you tell them what's up. They they make really good coffee and they're very nice people. Yes, and they always have uh, great art on display. They do uh, by Michi and others uh, of the Farius family. Yeah, and for Farius, I don't remember. I don't know. Far, I'm bad at doesn't matter. Names. But okay, no, it definitely does matter. It does. But we're just bad at pronouncing names. <laughs> Uh, and like I said, I've known her for a long time. Mm-hmm. You would think I know, but I just call her Michiru. Um, but she also, I brought her up because she had also done the mural on the garage bar. Uh, yeah. Over on, also commissioned by the city. I don't remember if it was the same agency or whatever. It, I, I don't know. I think every district has their own committee of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so she may have gone through other channels to right. get that one done. Were those both the ones that you did by the same, uh, agency yeah, uh, yeah in the same district yeah we were supposed to do a third one uh, but the building owner never got back to us even though the business owner said it was cool and mm-hmm. we saw like wave of the green light from the guy who owns the building but he just right. never responded to our emails and i'm like dude you would have got a free mural in your building yeah like what was like what yeah that's which, which would have brought in an ass ton i was just of, like, gonna say a free foot a uh, free foot traffic that's, yeah like, especially dude, now right now it's massive dude and it's like it's it's not like in the centralized downtown area but it would have mm-hmm. been like very close to the downtown area so like you definitely would have got some more traffic. It would have been just, like, nice to see on instead of, like, a blank white wall. Right. And it's a little unfortunate we couldn't get to do it because the concept we drove was actually pretty sick. And mm-hmm. I wanted to bring that one to life, I think, more than, uh, like, one of the other ones. Like, I really enjoyed the Force by one, but I, the, the one, we were, one we were supposed to do that didn't get done, I'm um, not going to name the business because I just, I don't want to, you know, create any, like, bad right. blood or anything, but was uh, a production that the, one of the other artists and I put together. And we liked that one a lot. We were excited to put it, like, to kind of, like, produce that mural, but just... Mm-hmm never got the green light and so right. we just couldn't go through with it so you had the whole concept and everything ready oh yeah just ah. getting it was super smooth too we were like excited as hell about it and then mm-hmm. she's just like because it was, it was most of the scroll idea and i kind of took more of like the detail work and like the background work right. it was supposed to be super sick but it just never kind of came to fruition and it really sucks that um yeah. that does suck yeah uh but in lieu of that 
in lieu of the third mural, we will yeah. put both of your murals up yeah. right now. Cool. In post. Timestamp this. <laughs> so, so we know where to put them. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, because I really... Okay, so I know you worked with a team mm. uh, on at least the second one. Yeah, the first one, uh, I mean, we had another team members on it, uh, but it was primarily me and the other guy, uh, Edwin Morales, who... Uh, yeah. just, like, we, we knocked it out in a few days. We were just like, all right, like, we got... We want to get this done, like, ASAP. Let's mm-hmm. just knock this out. Like, so I... I wasn't working. I was there like eight eight hours a day, right. like straight up, just painting every single day. And it lo- it looked like it came together pretty quick. Yeah, both it, both of the murals actually. Second one took some more to. time just because it was like a, a more of an, an uneven wall and just took. Mm. It was just more of an effort. But the first one came together really, or like the week we started it, like just it got done. Like we started Monday, we finished it like Friday. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I also worked like. Tuesday and Thursday, so I was there like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like painting all day. Oh yeah. When I, when I wasn't there, he was paint. He was he went back and did a like you know work detail work, and we just like knocked it out in like a few days. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, the art did not suffer for the. No. I'm the really speed glad of like, this. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I'm honestly very proud of like that piece a lot. So likewise, yeah. as you should be. Yeah. Um, and then your team for the second piece, uh, outside. Yeah, that was uh that was me, an artist named uh, Chloe Lafleur. Uh, Stephanie Clark and then also Adam Morales. We all kind of got that one together. Okay. Yeah. Stephanie Clark sounds familiar. She's she. I mean, she, I think I think she grew up around here, but she like currently lives. Uh, I forget where she lives, but she's it's like an hour away, mm. uh, which I didn't know before we like brought her onto the project because we were like, damn, like you're coming, you're jumping like an hour to come paint. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, and like also she's like working on getting her like masters right now. Oh. So I'm like, dude, that's like a lot of work. It's a lot. Of, it's busy. It's very busy, busy, but she she came in clutch, did some great work, and was very helpful. And honestly, I'm super grateful she's on the team. So awesome! Shout yeah. out Stephanie Clark Stephanie and Clark. others. Uh, and yeah, like they're all great. Honestly, like Edwin was the whole backbone of the project. So mm. Edwin, he, <laughs> he, he did a lot of the like. Talking to the committee stuff and organizing everything and getting materials and so he was he wasn't even supposed to be like hands on for the mural but some stuff like ended up happening we were just he was just like I gotta we gotta get this done I'm right like, all right I'm like all right cool we're we're here and we're doing it so. right and a lot of people don't think about the uh, the background that goes into like all the paperwork and approval and things like that yeah when it comes to it, just painting yeah so we had to get approved through like you know even the committee that we talked to that brought us onto the project mm-hmm. um and even after that there was like two other committees that, that, the, that the designs have to get approved through and so it was like th- like three levels of like approvals that, and we right. had to like change the stuff and go back and then also get approved for all of like the expenses and then also the team and it's just like a whole process and a lot of a lot of politics and that I'm not really like fond of but right. I was just kind of like spearheaded because he was that was like his role primarily mm-hmm. was like doing all of that stuff well, you conduct so, yourself fairly diplomatically. I so. do my best, but it's not always great. <laughs> but yeah. does uh, does all of that politicking and like the channels, like the channel climbing, does any of that ever stifle the the passion behind the creativity of the project? I'd say not necessarily, because typically with like the whole mirror process, like the concepts are already drawn up, so all the passion that I wanted to put into the it's like it's there. Yeah, uh, it does make it a bit hard. Let's see when the when the when the so the when we did for the when we in Granville was we did that in a sweltering heat. Like we did that in like ninety degree days outside, like right. beating sun on our backs, like middle of the, like from morning to the afternoon. Like that's what we were doing, and so that made it difficult. And then that on top of like the politicking from the the we were kind of being pushed by the committee to get it done as quickly as we could. Right, that made it kind of difficult. So it different. There were some factors where it was like I was losing steam. But we mm-hmm. end up, up motivation-wise. Yeah, it's just, like, it's it's super hard to keep motivation when you're just, like, 
getting the sun beat on you for like like days at a time yeah it's like super hot and i also work almost full time and so i'm like on my days off i'm working anyway and it's like right it's a lot it's a lot of work well i i hope it pays off (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay it it seems to be one just the mural itself is a beautiful piece and i love to see that people are driving by it and taking pictures of it to show you or tag you in it or just even just to post it yeah like we we got a lot of positive response from the community while we were working on it as well so that was like that was almost even like worth more than uh like just doing the mural was like you like a lot of my art is geared towards like kids like Mm -hmm. the styling anyway is geared towards like children's like eyes i want them to like see stuff and so i typically draw more of a cartoony fashion and so like Mm -hmm. the fact that like we were getting like positive feedback from like kids who live in the area is like a lot so and that's super dope um i have two questions one we do have a picture of um speaking of the kids um of the post from the grand rapids public museum oh yeah it seeing is your piece in the public museum yeah, I would yeah. assume then how long has it been on display uh, I think since like I think was it earlier this year or was it I think it was, I think it was earlier this year it's been mm-hmm. I, I want to say springtime but I cannot quite remember when it got because they so they the museum bought them I think like last year like okay. at the end of the summer were they two separate pieces no, they were they were they were one piece okay like, yeah they, the, the two boards were one piece mm-hmm. um, painted them in the windows of one trick pony over on on Fulton and took out the cross street. Uh, yeah. But I painted them in those windows and then like, yeah, they're, they're two pieces, they're, they're, sorry, they're two parts to one piece. Right. Yeah. Right. That one, I love your fast, maybe your fascination. I love your work with hands. Thanks. I, yeah, I do draw a lot of hands. Yeah. <laughs> and hands hand, and gestures yeah. and just, I, I love it. Cause Thanks. one, when when you're trying to draw a person like when you're a kid mm. me still when yeah. you're trying to draw a person He's as as realistically as you can yeah. once you get to the body like you'll draw the arm or whatever yeah and you get to and the hand and it's like weird. and you're like how many how many fingers do they have it's like is it, is, is three enough because I don't want that's why cartoon characters all like yeah and they're all super a, simple shapes exactly they're yeah. varying uh, amounts yeah. of fingers no like uh Hands are a big deal because I mean they're what you see most of yourself like mm. from your from your POV you see your hands like right. doing anything and so I think the perspective of like hands in character in motion or in any kind of context are super important because it just kind of gives you an idea of like oh like I know they're just very personal to everyone's like everyone's individual experience right because you don't see your face all the time you don't see like I mean mm-hmm. you see your legs but you, you don't see your whole body in motion you see like your hands doing stuff yeah. picking things up grabbing stuff. Like, yeah your hands are like a lot of your character and so I like to focus on hands a lot and also like because they're difficult to draw that kind of brought me more uh, to like to practice them more in high school right and even into college like hands and then like flowers mm. are like are like big focal points of mine because flowers are also difficult so right and yeah. flop but also these are the first things that we kind of learn to draw yeah. I mean like flowers less so but tracing our hands is one of the first like yeah. all right we're gonna make a turkey for, yeah, for, for turkey drawings. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you know, your hand's the first thing you trace, but a flower is also like, for some reason, it's one of the first things everyone because tra- it's easy. Flowers are cool. The, I mean, they can be as simple most, as complex as you exactly. Want to be, yeah. In the most simplest form, a flower is easy to draw. Yeah, it's like a circle with the petals around it, and that's like yeah. everyone gets like, oh, that's a flower. It's, it's on every flower. doodle. Yeah, it's very yeah, identifiable. Everyone, everyone draws a flower. Like I like, I specifically draw a lot of lilies and roses. Mm-hmm. Roses are hard. Yeah, uh, roses are a lot of just convoluted shapes and petals. 
and then lilies are just elon or i mean i guess it's depending on the kind of lily you're drawing it's different it's also why i got a tattoo of a lily that i drew Ooh, nice. so yeah it's like i don't know i i like drawing the hard stuff mm-hmm. although i don't like drawing feet so yeah, like, just... i like never draw feet i always draw shoes this <laughs> yeah i do you draw on shoes as well yeah i, I i've done some shoe customization stuff um mm-hmm. mostly it's just like fixing like panels of card that i want different colored or right but as far as like intricate designs uh, not a ton it's just it's just more like color blocking i like to change up gotcha yeah. nice um so you had already we were talking about the beginning of coloring oh, yeah. and all that and drawing and stuff um so i know you from middle school yeah mostly mostly mainly uh did you come to Zealand in like seventh grade? Was it? It was like eighth grade. It was like halfway through eighth grade. Halfway yeah. through eighth grade, and you stayed for a long time. I finished. I finished the year out. Yeah. <laughs> finished your year out. I finished my year out. Yeah, it was. It was close up to the end of the year. It was fine. I passed. Yeah, there we go. They pushed me through to ninth grade. I'm like, cool. It's just not in our district. No, just <laughs> not in the just not in the Zealand district. They did not want me there. So where yeah. did you uh, where did you grow up originally? I grew up here in Grand Rapids, okay. uh, kind of the west side. As a, when I was in my younger younger years um but i moved around after you know 2008 like market crash yeah lost our house uh so we you know ended up get like moving around different districts yep. uh figuring out what like what could work i went to like six different high schools damn yeah i moved around a lot <laughs> uh and so you know meet a lot of people do a lot of stuff uh, i went to like kentwood like mm-hmm. the Godwin heights area um went to like union uh creston I used to like hit the circuit of high schools. Right, you're like, uh, I'll just see how GR is. Yeah, like just I'll just i just hit every high school. Why not, man? It's <laughs> totally cool. And so and then I ended up graduating from Union, but yeah, I grew okay. up in the GR area uh, for most of my life, or not, yeah, not for all of my life. And then after college or after high school, I started seeing other stuff. Mm. So what brought you to Zealand for just that short time? Uh, it was because, like you said, the market crash. Yeah. Our our family had the same thing. We yeah. lost our house. We just had to go into our grandparents house nice. like, like our great grandparents house oh yeah no, uh, like, so, so but i was already in zealand so i was just doing school of choice from there yeah that that's fair no like uh so zealand my uncle lived there okay. and i seventh and eighth grade year so seventh grade year i went to the city um here in gr mm-hmm. it's weird um i went to city and that is a very intense school for young people mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of pressures there a lot of like i don't know it's honestly i think it's a super unhealthy like school for anybody to go to like mm-hmm. high school or middle school i think it's awful and they just keep like for, even for, even when i was going there up until when i left they just kept adding responsibilities and like obligations and tons of homework and you had like no time to figure out who you were and then it was an ass ton of bullying mm-hmm. and it was just like it's an awful environment it's an I, i'm gonna say that with like my whole chest fuck right. the city like <laughs> fuck people who like think that's a good idea everyone, mm-hmm. everyone who like made it through proud of you guys that shit sucks like that People who went there from like middle to finishing high school, right? You have some of the strongest willpower I've ever met. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot, I could not like. And I hope you're better. For I that. hope you're a good person. I hope you're cool. I hope you're more compassionate. I hope you're <laughs> a, a harder worker. I hope everything like works out for you. But man, that shit sucked. And in eighth grade, I was going through a lot, like as far as like family stuff goes. Right. And then like all those pressures and then the bullying and my insecurities. Like I was having a very awful mm-hmm. time with my mental health. And so my mom pulled me because uh, I'm not like. I mean, I'm, I, I do pretty decent in school. Like, I, mm. I'm, you know, I get get school work done, but I just was not going, I was, like, just not doing school. My mom's right. like, all right, well, you need a break. We're going to send you to your uncle's house. And so I lived with my uncle for, like, that year, or for oh, the rest okay. of that year. And then, yeah, finished uh, finished out the year at, mm-hmm. at Zealand, yeah. Was bullying a thing you had to deal with a lot in middle school? And Specifically at City, yeah. Yeah. That, that school, like, it's, 
they so the the melding of the like it's a, it's a lot of like you get a lot of the more the people who grew up with money yeah going there mm-hmm. and also a lot of like poor kids who are who are, who are like pushed to be smart going yeah. there and so I was one of the poor kids I did not grow up with money I did not have friends who went there with me I mean I, I knew yeah. people who I went to school with but it's like. I met friends when I was there. I didn't, I I didn't have friends going in, so like people clicked. It's very clicky. People clicked up. Mm-hmm. A lot of the professors were pretty cool. Or the teachers were pretty cool. Um, there, a lot of them were really nice and encouraging. But even in that, like, not I wouldn't say all of them were. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the environment was just very toxic. Yeah, very very intensive for young people. And I think if if parents are like, oh, well, 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 put my kid in the city, don't do that to your right. child, please. Like, inner, inner city school sucks, but. At least, it, I don't know, it'll be better for them than what city brings to them. Right, so, you may see it as a prestigious school. It's but so awful for their mental health. Right. It's so awful. Because you did, uh, that I remember of you, yeah. uh, you you did seem to come to Zealand, to Cityside, yeah. with not like a chip on your shoulder, but a defensiveness. Yes. It seemed. Yeah, I was, I was, I was very just like uneasy about everything uh, mm-hmm. going into that school, because I didn't know anybody. Like, I knew my cousin. Right. Which, well, step cousin kind of a shitbag anyway <laughs> do but, I know your cousin now that you called him a shitbag I don't uh, know uh, Jeremy much. Sharp okay yeah never mind. yeah so y- I mean, yeah no okay. yeah 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 his cousin or his half sister is my ooh Alicia step cousin oh wait yeah Alicia no, yeah yeah wait she's your step cousin yeah that's kind of. weird okay so her her dad is married to my like second cousin that's an odd extension of family. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? We're probably getting too detailed. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a whole extension of family. Yeah, really uh, but yeah, yeah there's a whole removed thing. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Hey, they suck. They suck. Your 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 extension of that family, my extension of that family. It's a, it's a whole vibe. They, I, they I've suck. actually seen Alicia in recent years, and she seems a, a lot better than I remember her. Oh yeah, she smokes a ton of weed. Yeah, she, she stays sedated. Yeah, uh, but, love you, Alicia. Yeah, well, I hope you're doing well. Actually, she doesn't watch. Yeah, I know that. That's fair. Yeah, I, I would. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he mm-hmm. sucked. Uh, <laughs> and that whole school was just, I was very uneasy. I was, mm. uh, honestly, like, I had a very, I, I, I mean, I made cool friends there. I met cool people. Uh, mm. But I mean, it was still middle school, so I was still just kind of like figuring myself out. Right. Uh, and some interesting experiences. Um, but I don't know, ended up, yeah. It, being dismissed from the district. <laughs> being dismissed. Being dismissed from the district. Uh, oh, and now, now that I know who your cousin is, makes it, so much it, sense. It, it makes it so, so much, much more sense, sense yeah. too. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I guess like I don't really mind getting into it a bit. Uh, <laughs> so, for backstory, uh, right. my cousin sold me a BB gun, and then I was gonna take it home with me because uh, I was going home for the weekend with my mom. And she was like, "I'm gonna, be, gonna get you from school. You don't have everything you want, like with you." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So I brought my like my blanket. Like all my clothes, I'll bring it home to like you know swap out for my other clothes, and then like I brought you know the baby gun, put it in my bag, in my locker, bottom. Didn't mention it, didn't want to make it a big deal because obviously I don't want to broadcast and bring a fucking gun to school. Right. Yeah. It's and then not like broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Make. And then my cousin uh, decided to go tell the principal, and then they called the cops, and it was a whole thing. And then I was suspended, and then I was expelled, and mm. yeah, and then I went off to ninth grade, and back in. Back in Grand Rapids, old Kenwood. They were like, "All right, ship him back." Yeah, like he's, he 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 had his fun few months. He, yeah, out here in the country. Of yeah, Zealand, yeah. Or, one of the five black kids that gets to be here. We want we want we're going back to the hey, quota of four. We missed you. Yeah, I'll okay. say that we missed you. As, <laughs> as one of the other four, we we missed you. There were like there were like no. It was like what like we were the mixed kids in eighth grade. Yeah, uh, because the there's two there's like two or three black kids in yeah. a year above us. So in eighth grade. 
there there was me, you, uh, Zach Hill. It was Victoria. Victoria, she's not mixed. She's adopted. Oh, she, okay, that's fair, yeah. That's, that's also my cousin. That's also your cousin? Yeah. Oh, we talked for a minute. Oh, uh, well, she, you, you smash? She kind of sucks. No, we didn't. All right. We, we got close, but she's... No, she... she I think we she... we have disagreeable personalities. Okay, yeah, I, I'll that say that. Sense. Like, you know, we never had sex or anything. Uh, we just, I don't know. The expectations were weird. Communication was weird. It just didn't end up working out. Yeah, I, I won't say she sucks. I I'll say it just didn't work out. I, I say I she get sucks. Better. I don't care. That's fair. I got to get better at my at communicating my languages. <laughs> but yeah, no, we just I'll say she sucks, but I don't really know. I haven't talked to you in a while. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. I I don't mean that you suck. I if you're watching, I don't know. Also, I don't know if she still goes by Victoria. Oh. I have not seen her in years. So. I don't remember. Um, no, I mean, yeah, no, like her name. She's changed her name a lot because oh. when she got adopted. Anyways, that's a, that's a whole that's a whole yeah, thing. It's, yeah, what well, you know. Um, what were we talking about? Okay, black people. Black uh, people. Yeah, <laughs> Be, being the the tinge in the in the white sea right. of kids <laughs> at that school. <clears throat> I mean, that's Zealand. I talk yeah. about it a ton. Uh, but yeah. I I know there was one more. I just really want to name Alexis uh, Stadema. That was the other one. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, like five black kids and what like crossed three different grades. Like, yeah, it's so that's it, so bad. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's that's like five black kids in a class of three hundred. Like that's <laughs> this many. And, like and almost none of them, like one of them being actually like full black. Yeah, no one in our grade was really. Anyways, no. But it was like I remember, like I do have a memory of like getting to that school and then just being the new toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like a brown one, and I'm like, "Hi." Well, you had the hair too. I did have the hair. Yeah, yeah. and you colored your hair. Yeah, I did color my hair at that point. Was wow. it purple or red? I think it was, it was probably red. Yeah. I don't even remember. I colored it a lot in middle school. Yeah, uh, I, I got a pretty good visual memory. I, yeah. <laughs> was it a mohawk at that point? Uh, yeah. Oh my god. At one point it was at least. Oh man, I was going through some shit. <laughs> I was going through some shit. That's life. That is life. Yeah. No, I. They're like, oh, this is a this is a weird one. And I'm like, hey guys, and they're like, and I, I don't know. I bet he can draw some cool shit. I did. Uh, I actually got in trouble for stealing sharpies from the art class. That makes sense. Yeah. Mrs. Moore, or yeah, she had the waddle. She had the yo class waddle. That's she, what I called she it. She really. She mean. No, she, she was, was kind of out of it. To, oh. to, to me I hope That's you're still alive I, and doing well Mrs. Moore yeah, I, I have no memory of the actual teacher I didn't remember stealing a Sharpie from that class and mm-hmm. then I got yelled at for it by one of the administrators yeah it makes sense yeah they're like hey man your arms are covered in like Sharpie ink why do you have why are your pockets filled with Sharpies and I was like I don't know frisk me if you want yeah <laughs> so they got mad at me and I gave them all back so you you were drawing early on in middle school, at least. Honestly, but, since like fourth grade, I've yeah. kind of got like I had like a, a memory of like getting into wanting to draw more, and I was like, yeah, like like grade school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what were you drawing then? Cars. I like I liked race cars. <laughs> and then I got into middle school, and I was like, boobs are cool. Nice. And then got got really big into nudity. Nudity and yeah. anime, or a- anime was definitely a part of that as well, like cartoon stuff. I really liked mm-hmm. graffiti, but I never really got into spray paint until I got to college, uh, and then. Like, through high school, it got into, like, more figure work, which is basically what I do now, mm-hmm. but kind of got all the board with, like, comic stuff and, like, fantasy stuff, and then I got to college, and then it was like, hey, 
uh, you really enjoy drawing like figure art, and I just I do genuinely enjoy drawing figure art and portraits a lot. Right. So, yeah. And it's gotten much more tasteful, I'm sure, since yeah. since I'm you know I'm 25 and not 14. Like exactly. It's, it's different. So now when I go to draw a breast, it's it's, it's artistic and totally not sexual in any. No, it's it's, it's, it's it's still like I don't know. I feel like you know, in a way, it obviously is still kind of horny, but like it I don't know. It's part of us. Like why why deny that kind right. of aspect of ourselves? Like oh. You can't like, fight nature. No, you can't, dude. We're in our twenties. Everyone's Espe- horny. Especially, yeah, you can't fight nature in your twenties. You no. can suppress it until twenty-three, maybe. And, it, and it's like, nah, man. Like, I'm. Just, this is who I am. That's <laughs> fine. And then that's actually wild. How much that's done for me in a way, like accepting that. Uh, or? yeah, accepting it, and also just like doing the figure studies. Like, you'd be like, I, I started like uh, going uh, self-employed with art. Uh, the back in twenty nineteen. Nice. Um, for I was. I was doing pretty good with it until, you know, uh, 2020. Yeah. Uh, but it, we were doing pretty good. And then, like, the first two months of my income was basically just drawing people's nudes. Like, I was like, oh, hey, I do portrait work. And they're like, how much draw me? And I was like, all right, it'd be like 50 bucks. And they're like, well, I mean, like, this. And I was like, oh. oh. You already had something I, they're like, planned. I'm like, all right, cool. And I did ask. Like, I, did, I, I didn't even prompt it. Didn't ask to draw people's nudes. People would just send me their stuff and then pay me to draw them. Damn. I'm not gonna obviously like name clientele, but like right. it was a fair like, amount people, of. There was a lot of people asking me to draw. The, like now it's to the point where like I'll just draw figure studies, and I'll have like people that like followers like Instagram uh-huh. or like people or like friends that I know who will like just send me shit. They're like, hey, practice with this, and I'm like, cool. Oh, practice with this. I'm yeah. like, I yeah, just like draw their figures. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I want, they're like I want you to draw me, and I'm like, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. That is cool. It really beats asking for nudes. Yeah, so. I was gonna say you you said people would just send me their nudes and then pay me to draw them like, yeah I would ever just send you their nudes and then just be like you can have it i guess yeah, like sometimes yeah it's actually <laughs> kind of wild like they're like in the in the in the air or in the world of like only fans and like sex or like paid sex work it's like i'm oh, the yeah. one getting paid to get the nudes right like, um it's wild i was asked to be uh, an only fans photographer nice uh and it got me so far as to going over to take pictures and then she just uh, was sick. I was oh. like, then why am I? Yeah, why still are you here? like? You could have just like canceled. Exactly. You didn't. Yeah. I didn't have to drive up here. I yeah. really didn't. It's okay. You could have saved me the gas and the time. Really. Exactly. Yeah. But I still had like the free trial for her OnlyFans. Yeah. So I was like, well, nice. I guess it's cool. I, yeah. I. But I mean, it's a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just weird because yeah. now I feel like I didn't earn it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. Whatever. Like, I don't know. I. I I've, I've been in a couple of uh of of OnlyFans things myself. Mm-hmm. I've never anything of my own. Uh, but it was more like I had a friend who we like fooled around a while back. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, "Hey, I'm doing OnlyFans." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool, dude. How's that going?" She's like, "Pretty good." You want to be involved? And I'm like, expeditiously. I would love that <laughs> so much. And so, I'm always looking for more credit. Yeah, I'm just you know what? That's cool. And then so I got I did did that for a little bit. Is that another commissioned piece? No, or? that was just that was free charge. A passion project. That was very much a passion project. <laughs> Pro bono. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that was, cool. That one was too easy. Pro, pro bono. Pro, pro boner. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was, it's actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't think I could ever have, like, the dedication to commit to my own OnlyFans stuff, but it was fun kind of, like, being involved, because mm. it's, it's a very odd world, like, where sex work is just, like, a normal job now. Right. And, yeah. and it's much different, yet seemingly the same as other performative arts. Yeah. I mean, it literally is, like, in a way, like, acting, and you are just kind of, like, right. putting stuff out there in a way, and being very vulnerable and exposed so it's like 
kudos to, to those who can commit to it because it's a lot of effort and a lot of work. I have plenty of friends who do it. I'm like, mm-hmm. could I don't know. I'm part of the idea. I just like being a feature. I'm not gonna right. lie. I just, exactly. want, I just want a feature. Just that's much like me. I would much rather be a guest on a podcast than yeah. host a podcast. Yeah, I realize because keeping up with this content <laughs> yeah. is hard. Yeah, that's fair. But hey, we're trying. Um, speaking of theater and acting, have you been? involved in theater at all not really um i mean i've seen some like musicals and whatnot but i've never like been involved in like <laughs> uh, like like theater myself are you involved in theater i mean i've seen one yeah i'm, I'm, I'm not like involved <laughs> i've watched it yeah i've like, watched right. some stuff uh i've like made songs for performances like that mm. was pretty cool um for a couple actually uh like i made a song for well this is like kind of like theater it's like a dance routine that my like some college friends put together for like a school wide mm-hmm. performance thing, and that was cool. Did also, you go just, to KCAD or uh, KCTC? No. Oh, Kendall. No, <laughs> I did not go to Kendall. No, I went to Northern. I don't know. I completely blanked on what Kendall was. And yeah, I was I'm like, like, I'm like KCAD. I'm like, I know what that is. I'm like, is he mean KCTC? And I'm like, no. no he means. But you like, went up to Northern. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, that was an interesting experience. I almost followed you. I was almost up There's in Marquette. A lot of white people. There. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's why. I, and they're all cold and they love meth. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, that does track. Meth keeps you warm, and I I'd never tried. I I mean I tried it once on accident, and that yeah. wasn't the experience I got. It was more anxious and things like that. Yeah. But uh, crack was my game. That's um, But I loved Marquette in general. Marquette's really pretty. Just exactly, it's, really it's so beautiful. There's just not shit there once you're there for more than a month. Yeah, like it's like oh cool, we have like the same poor restaurants and the woods. And yeah. I'm like. Well, I like cities and e-girls, so yes. why am I here? Like, <laughs> you guys aren't really catering to my. Yeah, and I'm like, I visited. And I love the campus and stuff, so I went based off of that. Yeah, I was like 18, so what did I know? I'm making a decision like that. Well, just know that my decision to not go there was probably a poor decision. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as my life was track. Oh, that's uh, I went to CMU instead. That's a very different. That's yeah. I feel like I would enjoy that more than Northern, but it's because there's more things there. Yeah, I mean, so, I met a lot more, but still more. It, right. Yeah, right. There's a casino, and then the rest is just partying. That's cool. The parties at Northern sucked. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> I, I visit. I also visited. Uh, did a couple campus tours, um, just because I had friends up there already. So. Mm. Uh, I got to go to a couple parties, got to meet some Canadians. Canadians are uh, cool, very nice like, folk. <laughs> yeah. But, so how long were you there? I was there for like a semester. Oh, okay. I, 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 got, I was like 18, homesick and scared of like money. I didn't really know. They were like, hey. Eight hours away too. Yeah, they were like, hey, you owe us this money. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm just like, I'm going home. I'm stressed out. And my mom's like, you could just fill out forms for loans. And I was like, I don't even know what I was doing. I'm now scared. I wasn't even going to school. (laughs) I was just, I'd go to my art classes and then I was like chilling in my dorm, like making beats or like banging other co-eds. Like I wasn't, I wasn't going to class. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't at college for college. No, I was there for the, I was there for the summer camp of just, (laughs) just doing art shit. Right. It was cool. Like the art classes are really fun. Uh, I had a lot of cool experiences with that. Met some cool professors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did not do well in uh, my non-art classes. When did so. you start doing music then? Uh, I kind of got into it when I was like in high school, or towards the end of high school. But when I uh, started kind of taking more seriously after high school, uh-huh. especially after like I left Northern, I got back to GR and started like, well, I started DJing at Northern just kind of like on this for fun in my room and everything or my dorm and then I got but back not, to But not at parties or anything? Uh, not really, no. Uh, it wasn't like a thing I was like that confident in and then I got back to GR, played my first show at a 
at a, I see a tip top bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was 19. Shout out Tip Top. Shout out Tip Top. Uh, and shout out to the DJ uh, Dean Martian for putting me on as a young 19 year old <laughs> who should not have been in a bar. Uh, <laughs> and I played for like three people. I've heard that name, Dean Martian. He's like a local dude. He's, he's honestly like just like around. Dude's just around. Dude's just, he's just yeah. out here. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Super nice. And he's just this super interesting guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he put me on to play my first show. After that, I played a show with Muskegon for like. 50 people and that was cool and then I'm like oh, yeah. this is interesting mm-hmm. and then I did that for a couple of years and then uh, well I did that for yeah like the, the, I, did, I DJed for a while but after that I met some other guys who were you know also producers instead of mm-hmm. just DJs and we right. kind of banded together and put on some really cool shows played some really cool shows we played at Electric Forest nice. uh, that was really fun what year? Uh, 2018 2018. Okay. It was like on the. It was like in the uh, the Renegade parties on those like big buses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got just absolutely blasted and just played after. Uh, you know the the duo Golf Clap, the like European house group. Yes. We played after them. Okay. At like fucking like Which one is hype, super hype actually, because they were playing like really good house music, house house music, and then like we get on and we're just these drunk assholes who are just gonna <laughs> just blast like dubstep and trap music for like an ass ton of people, like just surrounding <laughs> this bus, and my friend Justin. Uh, Super drunk, he barely even DJ because there's like six of us on this bus with like <laughs> a bunch of random people, and he's just like, dude, there's no room for you to even play. I'm just gonna slap the bag, and he has a bag of wine. And he's just <laughs> drunk with like his other forest goers on top of this bus, and we're just right. all like super slosh, having a great time. Hell yeah! And I don't know, like we, we had a lot of experiences like that where we just had like a lot of good times together. Um, and then I still we all kind of pursue music on our own ways now, mm-hmm. but it just in different different like fashions. Right. So, yeah. And that, is that also a result of the pandemic, or was that? No, it was just we all kind of like separated as far as like what career paths we wanted to go into. Oh, I got you. Yeah, like uh, the guy who was kind of leading the group, his name is Nick Roland. He goes by Super Future. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, some fame in the Midwest and is uh, actually playing a show in Denver this weekend, I think. Nice. Uh, some other friends, uh, and he kind of pursued more of the electronic DJ, uh, EDM kind of DJ route. Um, some like uh, some more other friends ended up pursuing just like more traditional career paths while still making music, mm-hmm. kind of figuring out what they want to do with their music, and then I'm just doing the whole art thing and right. figuring that out, and I'm kind of get back into music because I want to do more, just more with that because I still really enjoy that like mm-hmm. that avenue a lot. So, how have you come out with or been featured on any recent projects? Um. I guess like recent is kind of perspective. I was I was I was I made a I made a beat for uh uh some well they're technically local but they've honestly got some pretty big fame behind them mm-hmm. in like other areas. Uh, uh the rapper Al Waldo mm-hmm. made a I made a beat for him. Uh and it was well it was technically for like this rapper called Juice the Conqueror. They're all part of like the whole AGO collective. But, yeah, okay. Juice Waldo and then the seventh made a beat for those guys uh, and that was like a pretty like. Got, got a lot of traction because they're just they have very large fan bases have, yeah um so that was pretty fun um and i'm doing some more songs with like the seventh uh he he's also a local dude but super great artist super nice guy and honestly a like a he looks like a great dad oh, <laughs> he's yeah. got a very cute daughter so he looks like a great dad well yeah he, i mean he like i obviously like i don't you know the personal of his life right, but he seems right. like he's doing a great job at like being a dad mm-hmm. his uh uh, his, I was hoping he didn't have a child. No, <laughs> no, he, he looks like he's a daughter. Guy. She's really, she's like, she's like a sweet little kid. Uh, and yeah. the the mother is like also she. I know her personally as well. She's super sweet, and they're a nice couple. And um, like, yeah, like a really cute, seem like a very healthy relationship. So it's oh, super yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's nice to see a good artist with a good family. Yeah, no, it's 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 rare as they get famous. So like, it's cool to see it like mm-hmm. within people. And I I don't know. It's nice to like honestly know them because they're very interesting people. But 
Yeah, super nice. Hell yeah. So, all right, I got at least three more questions for you. We can scoot out here soon. One, um, what is your favorite medium to work with uh, when it comes to, well, between art, I mean between art, between painting and music, or let's just talk about, I guess, visual arts. Visual art? Uh, I guess, like, my favorite medium to work with is probably digital or ink. Like, I, mm-hmm. uh, I've always gravitated towards those. Painting is fine. Um, it's, especially with, like, murals, it's more labor-intensive than it is fun. Oh, Whereas, like, yeah. drawing on a piece of paper is, like, very just, like, I'm in my own little zone. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, stretch or climb a ladder or do this. I just right. get to draw whatever I want to draw, and that's more fun for me. When you, uh, not to cut you off, no, but good. when you do the murals, uh, when you guys sketch or uh, come up with the concept, is that done digitally or on uh, just on paper? Uh, it's a mix of both. Uh, the one I did, one of the ones I did for the uh, the city... Um, I uh, it was drawn up by Stephanie Clark. She did it on paper, but then I just took her drawing and then traced it in digitally, so we could like send it and like edit the colors and send right. it back to the committee. With just like it's easier to work with that kind of stuff digitally because you can just replace colors and replace lines super quickly right. without having to go through a whole process. Which is also I love my iPads so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, digital is just super convenient. Mm-hmm. Whereas like on paper with ink is just much more like it just feels nicer. Yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean. While the iPad is cleaner and digitally, yeah. it's cleaner yeah. in general. Um, it's just something that when I'm when I'm thinking of mediums, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't. It's not the first one of the yeah. first that come to me, uh, and I think that's just because it's the techno- technology. Yeah, technology. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other question was: Are those murals, those two, uh, featured or? I guess highlighted when it, uh, right now during Art Prize or I I don't think they're personally involved. They, we kind of mm-hmm. missed a deadline for Art Prize, unfortunately. Like mm-hmm. we missed it by like a hair, which kind of sucks. Uh, yeah. But it's just the way that it goes. Uh, yeah. They were intended to be for Art Prize, so it's still you know up to be viewed. I've uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm glad people are still going out to see them, even if they are a bit of a distance from the downtown area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, they were intended for Art Prize, but didn't end up being an Art Prize. Gotcha. So. Well, we uh, we will post. Like I said, we're gonna post those again, and we're gonna post them with the location uh, of where they are. I know cool. one is at the Four Star Theater. Yeah, where's the Four Star Theater? Uh, Division in Burton. That's right. It's like by, by, right by the Popeyes. And okay, no, it's on Grand, and the other one is on Granville, and I, I get the cross say, street. I, yeah, it's it's at a cross street. It's Granville. I, I want to say it's something that starts with a B, but I might be wrong. I think so, too, but I cannot remember what Can't it's called. Can't tell you what it is. No, it's just, it's near Hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drive down Granville. It's like the old Booth Mobile store, the <laughs> party store. It's on the side of there. This guy who owns it's really nice. Uh, yeah. I don't know Wait, what, what is it on? Uh, like, like what building is it on? Yeah. So it's like a Booth Mobile store that, like, oh, okay. used to be, it's like, it's got the sign up, but it's not the store anymore. Yeah. But it's just, like, on the side of that wall. Big-ass brown wall. Oh, yeah. It on, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one was, who have you been inspired by, musically or otherwise, um, when it, in your formation as an artist? I know you probably weren't looking to too many other things besides just looking at cars to draw yeah. in fourth grade. But, I, like... Inspirations, I'd say, like, kind of came into middle school and high school era mm-hmm. stuff. Like, when I started kind of identifying more with who I was and... Like, well, in the world in general, mm, and then also definitely. what I kind of it started, like, what I enjoyed just listening to or viewing. Um, I'd say 
I identify with a lot of musicians just because I don't know. I, I like obviously everyone likes music, right? Uh, but I so I'd say like probably uh, just because he's an interesting person and has a lot of interesting things of like conducting himself. It's like Kanye West was a lot. It was mm-hmm. basically like sort of like an impromptu uh, like father of who I became into like into my later years. Like I, a lot of my self confidence comes from like a lot of things that he said or things mm-hmm. that he's done. I'm like, dude, I'm like. Or like Dennis Rodman as well. Isn't really like an artist, but like you know, basketball player. Right. Uh, super weird, f- tall, fucking. But not effeminate. Be. Yeah, he's just he's just he's just so genuinely himself. Like I love also love Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, very just like thought provoking dude. I do have to ask you, yeah. how was Donda? Donda was phenomenal. Donda I saw was you. Crazy. You went down there. I did. That was a super good show. Um, it was. The album's super sad, uh, which I think is really cool. I don't know. It, I, mm. I'd say sad in a way where obviously he's like you know talking about hardships and there's right. a lot of like pain, like like real to the album. But I think in a way it's very freeing to let those emotions out. Mm. Like obviously like everyone's like oh be happy be positive. I'm like no nah, like not everything's sunshine no, dog. You like, can be re- you, you can, can be, be sad and real. Yeah and like it's so, like just like experience your emotions. I think that's what a lot of that was was just mm-hmm. the experience of their of these people's like emotions and just their lives and whatnot. And so that mm-hmm. was cool. It was a very interesting show. Um, I have typically been to performances where it's like, oh, they put on like a chore- like choreographed thing and it's like a whole thing. But it was just like, it was him with a bunch of people outside this house mm-hmm. that was smoking the entire time on a mound of dirt. And then there was like visuals playing and he was just kind of like running around the house with like Travis Scott and Marilyn Manson and like the yeah. baby and then just, just playing the songs off of his album. And there's like a circle of people and I'm like, this, I don't understand. This but isn't it, like, a concert. It's not, it, this isn't like, a, oh, let's get lit and dance and, you know, I'm like, no, this is like, you watch this. Like you watch mm. this album be like played and so that was interesting but no yeah typically as far as like visual artists go I'd say it was more like mentors that were like I grew up with like I had an art teacher uh, through an after school program called Wimcat mm-hmm. his name was uh, George Everhart I wouldn't say was is he's alive Wimcat uh, yeah, W-M-C-A-T yeah yeah I only know that from going to GRCC yeah so yeah I just, no, I would it, see the building <laughs> yeah dude was super cool uh, he actually kind of got me into illustration into kind of honing in my skills on drawing uh, mm-hmm. he's uh, still a prevalent like source of my life today uh he doesn't live here in gr right now but uh he's been always a super cool dude to talk to has always given me like wise advice uh and i don't know i mean i i guess like uh obviously i didn't grow up with my dad so mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to like have an experience of like what it felt like to have like an older brother or like a father-ish figure right. uh especially being like like him being black and having having his adult experience on being black before i had right. my adult experience on being black because while I'm still like while I'm mixed, like it, there are obviously are a lot of parallels, but then are also a lot of differences. As well. Right. So it's like to have someone like that who was just very like, I was I was in like high school, like super early high school, and he's like, just super like. He's very interesting. He's like not about the way the city conducts itself, because mm. the city is. I I love Grand Rapids. I love living here. I loved growing up here for the most part. I love people I've met here. Mm-hmm. But West Michigan, as in as a whole, is very right. not loving of our cultures. Right. Yeah. Black and brown. They, they, and different. They're like, oh, we're accepting and liberal, and it's like, are you? Like, are, are you? Yeah, we're liberal mm. for where we are. Yeah, like we're liberal for where we are, and that's great. Mm. I think progress is necessary, exactly. even if it's even if it's slow. But it's like, is it enough? I'm like, I don't know. Mm. Like you're you're real liberal and really cool with brown folks until you, as long as you can buy a throw neighborhoods. Yeah. 
a lot of gentrification like, going on right now. <laughs> a lot like, of gentrification yeah, well, going if you on. don't want to be gentrified, then buy the building. Yeah, stop what? being poor, idiots. <laughs> like, idiots. Systematic. What's that? Mean? <laughs> I don't know. It, that's that's a whole that's a whole thing. But mm. yeah, I he's always very real about those opinions and those right. experiences. He was always like, take these take the city with a grain of salt and move when you can. He's mm. like. He's like there are better. There are other cities that'll give you a more authentic experience of like what Ooh. you're like what like what we're worth as people. Yeah. And I'm like I I was I was kind of like resonate with me even though I didn't quite know what it meant growing up. And now that I'm like older, I'm like I love it here. But after a few years, I want to definitely move, see some shit, travel a bit, and just get some more get, get some more perspective. Right. And that and authentic that authentic experience. Is, yeah. That's important. Too. Yeah. It it, it is because like growing up in like school, like you get like like guidance counselors or school counselors who are like. Oh, just do this and just you know blah blah blah. Focus on the bright side. Right. I'm like, nah, man. Like, the the authentic black experience is pain. Like, right, it just is. Like, and I just have to embrace. Yeah, I have to, embrace I have to know that that's real. And acknowledge it. Yeah, that's like, the thing too. Because like, you don't have to fix it. Like, I mean, you can try your best, but the systematic pain that comes with like growing up brown is not going to be fixed overnight. Right. But the most you can do is work on yourself and be a better positive or be a better perspective for other people. But it's mm-hmm. like. You can't fix it, so why not? Like, why would you try to deny it? Like, that right. feels really weird. The, and that's yeah. something that's being tried to be preached. Is just like, well, ignore. If you ignore those barriers set against you, then they they're not be real. Barriers. It's like no, no. I think recognize them, but like also overcome them. Exactly. Like, not yeah. don't dwell on them. No. But we we can acknowledge that they're there. There's that's the only way to try to break them down for others. Yeah, and like uh, this is gonna quick little very very personal tangent. A few weeks back. Um, on the on the tangent of embracing everyone's emotions mm-hmm. is like, I uh, had like a sit down with myself. Uh, I I I was I was kind of drunk. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like obviously black on, but I was like I was under the influence. And I just got, like something that I heard throughout the night like kind of hit me. I'm not really sure what it was, but it just did. Mm-hmm. And so I sat home on my porch and just kind of like I sat and like cried about my dad. Mm-hmm. He's not dead. I don't know, actually. He might be. I don't know what that say, dude's at. Do, do you want to talk about it? Uh, I, I, I'm cool talking about the experience of, like... Yeah. Yeah, I didn't grow up with my dad. He's kind of a shithole, which mm-hmm. kind of is especially a shithole. Right. Um, but at the same time, I have to recognize, I'm like, as much as I wouldn't deny his his influence on my personality or my being, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm literally half of him. Like, he's literally half of me. Like, right. that dude is, like, half of my gene pool. I have a lot of his, like, mannerisms and traits from, like, in my personality, just by nature. Mm-hmm. Same with my mom. Like, love my mom. Uh, and all that is stuff. Is she the white one? Yeah, she's the white one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. We're, we're part of a tradition. Yeah, it, it happens. I mean, this. My dad had a type. <laughs> it wasn't black women. It wasn't black women. It was women. not black women. Usually they're thick white women, but. I mean. It can fall to anyone. It, you know what? It, if she's white. She can get They're it. on site, I guess. Hey, <laughs> if you're white, it's on site. Like, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so my dad's about that life. And I'm like, I spent so many years trying to deny that, like, oh, man, I'll never be like him. I'll never, like, act like him. I'll never, like, have any problems. And I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, the longer I, like, push that shit aside and try mm-hmm. to deny that, like, he's part of me, is like, the more I, did, I deny part of myself. And right. I'm like, so I kind of sat down with it. Oof. I kind of just, like, talked to it. I kind of, like, I didn't, like, talk with a friend. I talked at a friend. I was like, I need you to listen. I'm just going to voice right. a lot of shit. I want to put words down. I don't. I don't want advice. I don't want you to talk about it. I just want to lay my shit on. And, and I, need a, I need a sponge for this. Literally, and she's like, I'm like, and she's like, all right, cool. And I just like talked for like hours, and like she just listened. And I was like, cool. And she's like, do you want advice? I was like, not really. I kind of want to just sit here with this. And like, I'm like, I'm not like, I'm obviously like, I was crying, so there was grief there. But I wasn't right. like outrightly like, oh, I'm gonna like die this in the world. I was just like letting out my grief. Mm-hmm. And so I think with moments like that, I think it's important to recognize like. 
like all of you like there's not just light in everybody there's also mm-hmm. darkness and that comes in tandem with being like with having light and having right. all these you different emotions you can't have light without the darkness yeah like we are we are bags of full of emotions so why deny one over the other like we are you can be angry you can be sad you can be happy all those things are extremely valid mm-hmm. feelings and there's no reason to be denying them and I I hate the narrative of pushing down your or like stuffing down your feelings in any regard. Right. Whether it be stuffing down negative feelings or positive feelings, the positive feelings are a lie with like if you don't recognize the source of like your frustrations. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. And how much more fulfilling are those feelings of happiness or yeah. feelings of joy and excitement once you've actually fully experienced your own sorrow or your own sadness? Exactly. And where you actually have a baseline of like your bottom of emotions. Yeah. And then, so now you actually know, like, what true excitement and true joy is because you've known true sorrow. Yeah. But you can't know that until you experience it. Yeah, and I think a, a great metaphor for that for me uh, is, is why I like flowers so much. It's just like, yeah, like flowers, like mm-hmm. plant life. Like, there's a, lot, there's a lot that goes into taking care of plants. I'm awful at taking care of plants. <laughs> uh, but I just like the idea of, like, different plants growing under certain conditions and doing different things and reacting to certain environments. I think, like that's a great metaphor for just like any kind of life and mm-hmm. that's I don't know I, I just love flowers for that reason because like they're one, one they're pretty no matter like you know and I don't know they just they're cool as fuck mm. flowers are fucking tight yeah, flowers are fucking tight yeah. and a lot of them have to grow uh, or um, evolve defense mechanisms exactly. in order to survive in an environment they're probably not meant for exactly but that just makes them fucking cooler. Exactly. They are poisonous. They're like, I'll do it. Fuck yeah, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow here. I I'll guess. grow here. I'll just eat my food. Yeah, like fuck that. And they're just, they're just flowers, man. So I'm like, if a flower can grow wherever it needs to grow, you can grow in any environment you're placed in. Right. You just, gotta, you, 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 you just, yeah, you, you just gotta like, you, you gotta like learn to live with yourself. And I think right. that's like a lot. Like, you don't gotta change everything, but you gotta recognize who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a friend who uh, was recognizing, like, he's like, yeah, man, like I think I'm sensitive, and I'm like, I'm glad we're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Like, I'm like, yeah, dude, you're allowed to be sensitive. Like, you don't gotta hide your feelings, right. man. Like, like it's okay to be I'm like. I'm like, you don't gotta change that. You just gotta recognize mm-hmm. that, like, how that affects you. Like, right, how that works for because you. we will have a lot of people go. Why are you so sensitive? I was like, and oh, like, th- fuck off. I'm, that's I'm just because I think that's how I am. Yeah, like I'm a person, dog. Like, I have feelings. Like I'm a little more abrasive and harsh sometimes, but it's mm-hmm. like I, that's because I have defense mechanisms. Like yeah. I, I recognize that. So like, why not embrace your sensitivity? Like. If you're a little more sensitive, don't let people push you over. Like recognize, like, oh, I'm sensitive, so that's gonna affect me negatively. I'm not gonna deal with that. Exactly. Like, you can be all these things. You don't gotta, you don't, you don't gotta toughen up. You just gotta recognize who you are. Exactly. And yeah, you, so you don't have to avoid those feelings. Yeah. You recognize them and embrace them. Yeah, feelings yeah. are super important. I'm a very big advocate for embracing every part of yourself, albeit the perspectively negative versus the positive. Mm-hmm. It's, again, it's all perspective. So. Yeah. I, yeah, you gotta yeah. embrace it all to yeah. know to know where you place it. Exactly. Really. Well, I think that's a great place to end. Sick, dude. Yeah. dude. Thank you again. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Devontae Barnes and I talking, chatting it up. Yeah. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I mean, follow him everywhere. Yeah. At Diva I, Did It. That's D-E-V-A-D-I-T. Hell yeah. D-E-V-A-D-I-D-I-T. Yes. Diva Hell Did yeah. It. Yeah. And, um... Check out the murals uh, over at Four Star Theater and the other one on Granville. Just drive around Granville until you see it. Not and around Granville, the city, on Granville Avenue. And soon enough, I'll have some of those uh, those barricades downtown painted as well. Ah, yes. Off of the pyramid scheme. Oh, there are two or th- 
two red cells and one's of the pyramid scheme. Okay. I'm starting those next week. I just wanted to take a couple weeks off to like not paint for a minute before I started those up. Give your hands a rest. Maybe. Yeah, I've been, I've been working a lot. I want to get back on my schedule of sleeping. Uh, right. And so, and also catch up on my cleaning, on my mm-hmm. life maintenance. But yeah, I'll be painting those over the next like starting next week for probably like the next week and a half. Hell yeah. After that, and it'll be done middle of the next month, I guess. We're gonna post pictures of it. I'm telling cool. you now. Um, also, you got those prints I just yeah. saw. Yeah, I, uh, I've sold a bunch of them already, but I have oh, yeah. a, a decent amount left of different ones. Uh, yeah. Please hit them up, buy these prints. They're I, cool. And if if they are sold out before we uh, we show them, or we show this episode, yeah. uh, maybe you'll see a couple pictures. I'll, I'll have other here. ones, too. I, right. like, I, I, I want to get into the habit of printing more of my art off for people and making it accessible. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah. Once again, um, if you've enjoyed the art that you've seen from Devante on the show here, uh, go follow him. Also, just go follow him in general. Yeah. What I, are you doing? I post cool fit pics. Uh, I offer good advice sometimes, yes. and I also post stupid shit. Dude's got the drip. I, I be sauced up a little uh, bit. He stays sauced up. Yeah. He's built different. Just a little different. But yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Thank oh, yeah, you dude. so much. Of course, thank you. I've me. been Hunter Miles. Uh this has been the podcast. Please check us out next week. Uh check me out at Parrot's Lounge every Thursday night in Holland at nine o'clock. Uh follow me on Instagram at the underscore hunter miles and follow the show at Where's This Going Pod on Instagram and at Where's This Go Po on Twitter. And why don't you go ahead and hey, hey, Preston, what's your handle? And then you can give our producer Presto a follow at that underscore Presto. Thank you guys so much. We'll check you next week. Bye. Thank you. Gang. Gang. You ain't gang. Gang.